five breakfast catch up it's lazy from baby queen she's straight out of durban but she's taking over the world she's one of olivia rodrigo's best friends and she's touring all over america and the u.s making us proud it's called lazy you're on five breakfast good morning and one person who is not lazy is holly zondor she could have had a soft easy life but no she didn't she chose to work hard and that is why every single Monday morning you get a world-class big sport interview with Holly Zondo. Over to you. Holly, who are we speaking with? Dan, we are so excited. Um, remember, we're all counting down to the 46th edition of the Cape Town Cycle Tour yes. that's taking place on the 10th of March. And Gatleho Baba Lomakupu will be riding the 109-kilometer iconic Cape Town event. Gatleho, thank you so much uh, for joining us. I know you are at the airport at the moment, so we don't have a lot of time with you. But I just want us to first talk about your background, you know, in terms of how you got into cycling. Was this something that you even thought of? What's your background like? Good morning and uh, thank you for, for having me. Um, I actually started cycling uh, when my then boyfriend was uh, was an avid cyclist. So I took up the sport to actually impress him. And uh, with that, he's the one that actually taught me how to cycle. Um, he borrowed his, uh, his sister's bike. Um, I was still in Joburg, drove all the way to Joburg and uh, taught, taught me to ride up and down the driveway. Um, the next day, we're at Cycle Lab. Um, there was uh, scared as anything else, but then at the same time, trying to, uh, trying to impress him. Um, I do think it worked because uh, now we are married. So oh, <laughs> I oh, guess, that is uh, amazing. The way, <laughs> the way to a man's heart isn't uh, always through food. It could be actually to uh, exercise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, mm. Gadeho, what you're not telling us, though, is your background in terms of actuary and just mm. the number of accolades that you have received in your profession. Flex a bit. You know, we want mm. to know about this Gatleho Makupu, who she is, in fact? Uh, so, from, from my side, I actually grew up in, uh, in Kronstadt, uh, in, the, in the free state, um, and I've always actually wanted to be a CA, because that's what we grew up knowing. You're either going to be a doctor or you're going to be an accountant. So it all depends on you. Are you more for the physics or more for the business and economics? So, I decided, let me just go do CA. Um, my matric year, um, there was a set P, often give out bursaries for, for actual science, came to our school and told us about this thing called actual science. Um, they said if you're good in math, um, if you're looking for a challenge, if you really want to stretch yourself and not just do the numbers, but then also do the economics, this is probably the subject for you. Um, I remember telling my parents, and they were like, uh, what are you talking about? Um, you're in your final matric year. You can't really explain what actually do you don't have a bursary how do you expect you to do this um i was actually quite uh, quite fortunate uh, that towards the end of my matric year um i got a bursary uh from the free state department to study whatever i wanted so i was like this is uh this is definitely the sign that this is um the the course for me so i studied at the university of the free state before starting to work um, I think it's been an interesting journey because then for me being an actuary is really about how do you problem solve and not necessarily just problem solve for an organization or yeah. um, for liabilities and policy orders, but really how do you apply these skills to everyday life? Um, I often find that 
most of the actuaries are really trying to figure out how do you apply this problem-solving skill to society, to issues that we face daily, such as um, such as hunger, such as load shedding. Uh, a lot of them are running spreadsheet at the back of their minds, and it's the only thing that we're trying to be solved out. How do we somewhat take it from a spreadsheet and put it into reality? Oh, wow. um, and I think with with all of that, that's probably how I got into more of my outreach. So my my parents, um, my mother's a teacher, and father um, used to work at um, at correctional services. So with there, there was always a, a matter of how do you do something more for the society for someone else. And with that, that's how my outreach also came into effect, like the upbringing for my parents. And then also, I guess, um, this course is exciting that really teaches us how to, how to problem for. Sure, that sounds so incredible. I mean, when I look at the list of accolades and I look at you uh, getting the Gauteng Premier and Association of South African Black Actuarial uh, Professional Inganyezi Award, you know, it speaks to your dedication, which is really what has gotten you onto the path of cycling. So what exactly is now the Matsimela Ladies Clinics and how did they help you get confident on the bike? The Matsumela Ladies Clinic was um, actually launched or founded by uh, Caroline Matsumela. So during the midst of COVID, um, she had also started learning how to cycle because she wasn't able to uh, run. So she's actually an American runner. So that's when she started out cycling. And through that, she bought this actually quite a nice way to to get fit. And she's one of those people that thinks about how do I make the circle bigger? I don't want to cycle by myself. So she started off with... um, with three ladies, this was around uh, 2020. Uh, that's when she taught them how to cycle, and then um, I joined uh, around 2022. And um, I think with Caroline, she's really a visionary because in two years later, as I said, started with three people. By the time I joined, um, there were around 150 ladies who were looking to learn how to cycle. And I think the best thing about Caroline. Um, Caroline and Matsumela Ladies Training is that it really teaches you how to cycle. So it's not a club where you just go and learn to cycle. There's actually um, a graduation that happens every year and you really need to meet the graduation criteria for you to say that I know how to cycle. And with that, the main thing is really how do you ensure that if someone gets on the bike, they are safe. So you learn how to use clipless pedals. Um, you learn how to ride in a group. You learn how to drink water while cycling. Wow. You learn how to corner properly. So in terms of that, there's a whole list of um, graduation criteria that at the end is in the at the end of the year, you should be able to say, I know how to cycle and what does that mean? I can do these things and I'm competent and safe on the road as well. I think most of the thing about cycling is not that it's fun, but then you really have to be safe whether you're on the road or in the mountains, where, wherever you are. It's about safety and having fun and Absolutely. making sure that you are committed to, to a goal. A lot of people probably start cycling and join a group. Two, three years later, they still don't know how to cycle and drink water at the same time. So in terms of that, um, it was really a great experience. And really what inspired me is that the whole leadership group really wants everybody to, to succeed. They're very supportive. Um, I remember when I joined, I was a, a bit skeptical because I'm one of those people that somewhat, uh, if you see something on social media, you find up. But in terms of that... Um, Caroline uh, Mandi Saliliniku used to send messages to say, okay, it's been a while, we haven't seen you, what's what's happening, what's going on? Because with that, they really get to know each and every single lady. Even though it was 150, Caroline really knows everybody's story and why they started cycling in the first place. And 
Well, that is really about um, the people that actually get accepted, not just you go there and you want to be part of the Cabinero. Yeah, because that, that's really what you want to do. Just before we mm-hmm. run out of time, because I know that uh, the last time out, you actually raced in the 42, and now you are mm-hmm. graduating to the 109. So the preparations <laughs> for that must be insane. Maybe just quickly take us through them, and if you're going to be using a, ro- a road bike or a mountain bike uh, this time around. Uh, yes, so I think uh, for the first time, um, I was probably also a rookie rider, so for the 42, signed up, pitched up on the day. Uh, I think with 15 kilometers in, I was like super tired because I didn't know, okay, what speed am I supposed to do this? I didn't know much about um, nutrition, so post that, I've really learned quite a lot about nutrition. People really need to test out the nutrition, whichever brand that you're using, you need to have at least a certain amount of carbohydrates every hour and enough water with you. So I think that's the first thing, knowing your nutrition so that you don't go there and get sick on the day trying out whatever you found there. And then the second part, when you speak about the training, um, on weekend is really about those long endurance rides, those two hour, three hour rides to get that endurance going. And then during the week, it's more about your strength and your core. Because uh, cycling isn't actually just about the leg, it's how strong is your core. And then also doing some interval trainings as well. So in terms of that, um, interval training is usually an hour and then you either go all out for five minutes and then you travel for another five minutes, all out for five minutes, recover for five minutes. And I think in terms of that, that's what's going to give you that extra push when you start going up those uh, those steep or um, start climbing as well. So I think that's the important part when you really think about the, the training for, for the race. Um, right. And, then from, from and are you side, opting for a road bike? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Uh, probably uh, a mountain bike. A mountain uh, bike. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm still nervous about the wind. So, yeah. um, I'm always so comfortable on a, on a mountain bike. Oh, Gatako, you truly have been so amazing. and really, really enjoyed us speaking to you. Of course, the entries do close on the 31st of January for the Cape Town Cycle Tour. Gatako and thousands of others will be taking part in the 46th edition of the Cape Town Cycle Tour on the 10th of March. Wishing you the very best and uh, hope you do catch your flight. Thank you so much for making time for us. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za